We start hour number two by having a conversation with a senior MLB writer for The Athletic. He's also a best-selling author whose books include The Greatest Stage, Grandest Stage, A History of the World Series. Game one of the World Series, in fact, between the Diamondbacks and the Rangers is this evening in Arlington at 8 p.m. Eastern. We are joined by Tyler Kepner. Tyler, great to have you back on. Really appreciate the time. How are things? Doing great, Jim. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing great. It's great to visit with you. Now, since you did write the definitive history of the World Series in your book, which was released last year, Tyler, let me ask you, how intrigued are you with this unlikely matchup between the D-backs and the Rangers? Yeah, I think it'll really come down to how the games play out. I mean, on paper, I think it's, uh, there's, if you love baseball, there's a lot to watch for this uh, for this series, you know. Um, I think nationally, it's going to take a little bit to to maybe get people really engaged. Um, but that's all right. I mean, you know, the Diamondbacks have been 22 years since they've been here and the Rangers have never won a championship. So I kind of like the idea of seeing things that we've never seen before and seeing the Rangers possibly win it all and seeing that very young Diamondbacks team and getting to know about them um, on the big stage is going to be fun. I think you nailed it. That's exactly the way I see it. I like the matchup a lot. I understand where maybe people who only show up this time of year to watch the World Series might not get it or be intrigued by it. But if you know it and you look at it, I think the matchup is really interesting. So I had a conversation yesterday with Bruce Bochy. And, of course, he was quick to deflect any attention or credit that I try to give him. He was also quick to say that he walked into a great situation and he inherited some excellent talent. All fair, right? But they had six losing seasons before he came over, and they lost over 100 games just two years back. So my question is, this guy gets up off the couch and leads the Rangers to the World Series, even for Boach. Tyler, how incredible is that? It is amazing. It's just a testament to to why this guy's a Hall of Fame manager. I mean, he took the Padres to the World Series. He, of course, won three with the Giants, and now he's back with Texas. He just has a calming presence. And Tori uh, Lovello was talking yesterday about how you know, how much he admires him and the idea that, you know, Tory and all modern managers are always looking at all the different um, data that they get and processing it and, and lining things up. And he said, Bochy just goes by the scoreboard. You know, he's got, he's got all the data, but he just has an instinctual way of knowing who fits where. And I think he makes a huge difference. I mean, look at those Giants World Series. He put those relievers in the right position every single time. And they always came through, but a lot of that was Bochy just orchestrating things to where he knew who to get the big outs in the right moments. And, um, you know, that's Arizona's going to have their hands full because Bochy, you know, Bochy in these kinds of games is really, really tough to, to beat. Strategist. Every single time, Tyler Kepner joining us. Now, by the same token, Tori Lovello, I think, did a really nice job with his bullpen. A really nice job in the NLCS. What about Tori? What do you make of the job that he did in leading an 84-win, six-seed snakes to the World Series? Yeah, he did a tremendous job, too. Um, and I think it really all came together for Arizona as the year went on. I mean, they were hot early. They really struggled, you know, in July. And they made some key moves, some kind of like under-the-radar moves, but they got Tommy Pham, who brought a, a, a good hitter to the lineup, but also a sort of an intensity of, of, of purpose in that room. And he found uh, Ryan Thompson, and he and he got uh, Paul Sewald in a trade from Seattle, and that was able to become the right mix. I mean, you never know, Rome, what, Romy, what these bullpens are going to turn out to be who knew that Ryan Thompson to Kevin Ginkle to Paul Seawald would be the right combination, but it has been, they've got different looks, um, you know, Thompson with the sidearm, 
Ginkle's nasty, and then and then Seawald has that invisible fastball that just has that ride to it. Um, it's working, and and Lavello trusted it, stayed with it, and over the course of that LCS with the Phillies, they found a way to exploit the Phillies chasing because the Phillies chase a lot off the plate, and they really honed in on that and nailed it. Tyler Kettner joining us. I'm so glad you brought the Phillies up. I was going to ask you if you could go back to that for a minute. Given the fact that they were up two games to none, three games to two, they had games six and seven at home, and they still lost. Is that one of the most crushing losses in Phillies history? Or could you argue that might be the single most crushing loss in Phillies history? You could argue that, but I, I did a ranking. I, I put it fifth, and that's still pretty high for a franchise that's been around since 1883. I mean, you think about when they lost uh, 10 in a row when they had a six and a half game lead with 12 to play in 64. I mean, that's Gene Mock, baby. The worst. Gene Mock. Uh, Gene Mock, right? The, the Joe Carter home run. Uh, they, they call it Black Friday in 77, the LCS for the Phillies. And then, of course, the Halliday Carpenter game in 2011. So the Phillies have had a lot of these kind of losses, but this is top five because. You know, this was a team that was supposed to get back. They had all the mojo going. They hadn't lost at home the whole postseason. They have a couple of bullpen stumbles in Arizona, and they just sort of stopped hitting, and that killed them. I mean, it was shocking. I don't get shocked by much anymore, but for an 84-win Arizona team to go into Philadelphia, win those last two games, um, that did shock me. So all the credit in the world to them. Agreed. It was shocking and it was incredible. Tyler Kepner joining us. So, you know, you, we talked about the managers. I'm sure they would both tell you that, hey, look, it comes down to the players. And they're right. And there's a lot of star power in the series. Adolis Garcia, for instance, hit five home runs in the last four games against the Astros to get the ALCS MVP. How did this guy, Tyler, go from being designated for assignment by the Rangers in February of 2021 to their unstoppable postseason hero? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Because because they got him because the the Cardinals gave up, um, and then you're right to point out that the Rangers also gave up on him. I mean, anybody could have had this guy um, a couple of years ago, and you sort of wonder, you do wonder why he 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 slipped through at that point, and and why the Cardinals let him go. I mean, he had good numbers in the minor leagues. He played over in Japan a little bit. He's you know from Cuba, got power. Um, he's really come into his own. He's not a guy who's up there to walk. He's up there to hit and um, you can hit him pretty far. He's playing with real passion right now. I mean, you saw it in the All-Star game. Um, he had a good game. I mean, he's really feeding off, in a weird way, kind of Randy Arozarena, his, his his old buddy from the Cardinals and from Cuba, who had sort of the exact same situation. The Cardinals, although the Cardinals traded him for a prospect, they just flat gave up on, on Adolis Garcia. So it's it's fun to see what he's doing, and I'm intrigued to find out more about that, about why exactly he uh, he's been able to do this, because it's, it's been an amazing um story for for the rangers and for him incredible tyler kepner joining us for a few more moments what about the other side like the d-backs can counter with their own in corbin carroll who's had kind of a transcendent rookie season right this guy's absolutely incredible he came alive in game seven however arizona might be different in the sense that you know they play that complete team concept who else is going to have to step up at the plate for the d-backs if they're going to have success well, we saw what Cattell Marte could do. Um, you know, he had a huge LCS. He was MVP in, in that series. I think they need a little more out of Christian Walker. He's he's a he's an emerging star. Another guy who was given up by other teams um, along the way. Uh, Gold Glover over at first base. He's got real power. He didn't show much in the LCS, but he's a he's a big force in that lineup. And Gabriel Moreno um, is just huge for them. I mean, they got him and Lourdes Gurriel in a two for one deal for Dal- Dalton Varsho and 
that has just been a, just a fantastic move for Mike Hazen and the Diamondbacks, giving them, uh, you know, a young catcher they can build on, a catcher who's batting third in the LCS and driving in huge runs and guiding that rotate, guiding that uh, pitching staff. So I would look for Gabriel Moreno and Marte to continue it. Um, and they do need a little production there at the bottom. I mean, just enough. Like they got a, a big hit from Emmanuel Rivera last game in game seven. You know, uh, Longoria needs to, you know, be the Longoria we know. Um, but I would look for Christian Walker. If they can get Christian Walker going, that gives them four really imposing hitters at the top of that order. All right, so all that said, where do you come out? I know they don't pay you to make predictions, but who do you think has the overall edge in the series, and what do you think it's going to come down to? Yeah, I will say that uh, I, I, I love being at the Athletic. Where, you know, it's an amazing team, and all of us, every one of us, 20-plus, picked the Phillies in that series. <laughs> wow. So nobody picked Arizona. So I, I'm I'm wary of going against Arizona now. Um, but, again, I, I don't know how you pick against Bochi. I don't know how you pick against um, – the Rangers offense, the way they're going. Um, Arizona has been the underdog every series. They might as well continue it. I'm not counting them out um, at all. Like last series, I thought it'd be four or five and I was way wrong with that. Um, I think this will be a good series, but I do think the edge will go to Texas. They've got the, uh, the star power and Bochi, Ivaldi. Um, I like what they got going on. And Tyler Kepner, a senior MLB writer for The Athletic, again, a best-selling author, too, whose books include The Grandest Stage, A History of the World Series. Tyler, really appreciate you making time on the eve of Game 1. In fact, right before Game 1, great to run you down and get caught up. Thanks so much for that. All right. Thanks a lot, Jim. Always happy to join you. Good talking to you, dude. Well done. Tyler Kepner, one of the best.